You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello and welcome to the Creatively Geeky show. I'm the I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, I messed up, so of course Ray's happy. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my partners in crime, Ray and Chris. How are y'all doing? Good. He's just, great. Just keeping tradition going. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Um, so this is our uh, catch-up ep- episode where we uh, talk about what we've been working on. Um, because it's kind of interesting the way that we've done this. Uh, since we do this every two episodes... Um, I'm looking at what we had planned, our, our projects that we were hoping to work on since the last time we did this episode. Um, some of it is seasonally based. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that being said, we're kind of way past the season. So let's see how yeah. this goes. Um, traditionally, we start with you, Ray. So um, the things that you said that you were going to be working on were uh, you had a picture project, the Int watercolor, and um an oil painting started so where are you at oh i think the picture one i know that one okay so that watercolor one is complete and given to said persons uh, persons okay so that's been completed and done Mm -hmm. uh sorry the the oil painting Mm -hmm. yeah no uh and same with the, the end watercolor. And the end watercolor uh, kind of started a little bit, an idea, and it didn't get anywhere. Um, I, I didn't quite figure it out. And then I got distracted by other stuff, and now I'm going Somebody to... got a puzzle for Christmas. Yes, I did. Uh-oh. What, what's up with that? Well... So after hours in and having... So it's a 2,000-piece puzzle. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, three feet-ish by, like, you know, just around two feet. Uh-huh. And after having the border completed and sections started in, in the middle and, like, a, 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 that whole thing started, uh, probably about a third of it done, the cats decided to have a fight on it. So mm-hmm. half of it ended up on the ground, and part of it was down the, uh, the heat, heat vent. And oh no. So I hope I have all the pieces. And I'm like 99% sure I've sucked at least one of them up with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah. So I. So yeah. those two are not in my good books. Oh it, yeah. That was not, it was not a good day that day. When did that happen? Oh, not that, like this past, last week? Yeah, I got that thing for Christmas. Uh huh. I spent the week off of Christmas doing it. Yep. Uh huh. I spent a couple of hours each day in, in, um, in January, I, I did a bunch yeah, of work. Yeah, you were putting around it, yeah. And then I started my course, and I really hadn't got going on it. So for about a month, it's been sitting there, and that's, yeah, the, it was this last week that the cats decided to have a fight on top of it. And, oh, my God, I am so sorry. Yeah. So I'm not happy with them. No, that was not a good day. <laughs> no, that was <laughs> not a good day. <laughs> not a good day. Yeah. I really wanted to throw those cats. Yes, <laughs> I actually sort of tossed one today. That was fun. Oh, that's because they were fighting like right beside you. They were on the chair beside me. They were having a fight. And like it was out of nowhere. All of a sudden, Trelawney comes up and like starts scrapping with, with Minerva. Minerva. Mm-hmm. And I'm just 
I, I saw a space where they just split apart enough. So I pushed Trelawney sure. away and it was enough that she like, oh, I got to get out of here. And she took off. So, yeah. yeah. It's not one of those cute baddie fights. No, like no, claws no. Out. no, they're actually, yeah. Blood, blood was drawn yeah, today. Yeah, so. never got hurt. Jeez. Yeah, she's okay, though. Stupid. Anyway. Yay! So yeah. have you been able, I know you start, so you started some classes. Yes. Yeah, I started a course on organizational behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so it's kind of a human resources course. Uh, this is more about kind of the behavior of organ. So the sociology, psychology, um, uh, there's another one in there too. Uh, it's all behavior sciences. Um, and it, it's on how people work in, in groups and teams and organizations. So, okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Cool. Yeah. So because of that, you probably haven't had a lot of time for other creative endeavors? No, because every time after work, I'm usually a couple hours studying. And then uh, every week I have a quiz. And mm-hmm. there's a group project that we've started as well. So Gotcha. So, you have to do a journal entry. Uh, and journal entries as well, which the journal entries I'm hoping to finish up this week. So it's done and off, and I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And there's... um. Part of the group project that's due this week as well that I'm hoping to get done. And I've got five more quizzes to do, and they're done. And then there's just the project after that, and, mm-hmm. then, and then should be out of the way. Gotcha. So April will be done. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. Okay. Um, well, Chris, do you want to go next? Do you want me to sure. go next? Sure, I'll go. I'm interested to see to hear what I said because I don't remember at all. <laughs> all right, so you had uh, finished blankets, organizing basement, nope. decorate. This is this is what where I was laughing. Decorate sunroom for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. let's start oh, with blankets. I did decorate the sunroom for Christmas, okay. which turned out to be really cool because I bought um, last January. It took a really long time to come in. Uh, these battery operated candles candles and i hung them from the sunroom ceiling with like fish fishing line so they mm-hmm. kind of like they were floating there like the great hall in, in harry potter nice. and then i went and got some at walmart um they have these like uh, cedar boughs and pine and all that stuff <clears throat> when christmas rolls around so you could, i bought some of that and i got oh you had already built the shelf by then and i put it all along above our bathroom door and then along the shelf and everything and i had these brass really old brass um deer candlesticks that i had out and just some just some stuff um i will never use um a real cedar or pine or anything like that again just there's reasons why we don't have a real christmas tree like it just you couldn't breathe on it and it would just drop needles everywhere it was so messy (laughs) So messy. So that's the last time I'm doing that. I'm just going to buy fake stuff from like Michael's and then just keep reusing it year after year. It's, it's just way too messy. Yeah. Um, so I did that. So it was really cool. And that was up until after New Year, uh-huh. which is pretty good. But at, yeah, the sunroom is just the dedicated revolving decoration room. Gotcha. Um, I have no idea what blankets you're referring to. So obviously they didn't get done. Um. One, though, I have to – the yarn I need for it is out of stock, so that's kind of not my fault. I think I remember one of the blankets oh, I was supposed to What make. about the one for uh, Anna? That maybe that's, that's what I mean. Uh, that one, okay. There's two yeah. ball, two colors of yarn that I need yeah. that are out of stock. Yeah. 
to finish it up. Uh, I only need one ball of each, of course. Mm. And of course. Of course, to finish it up, and I can't get them. Um, and organize the basement. No, but I have a mental plan. <laughs> I can see it in my head. And I have it. I've written it down a couple of times on my weekly to-do list, and I just haven't gotten it done. I decided that I was going to do Quinn's room instead. Well, I know y'all have done a lot of work down there, you know, to yeah. kind of get it set up for you or whatever. So when you say organize it, what are you what are you wanting to do? So um, when we first moved in, what is now my my crack room downstairs was the storage room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I decided that that's where I wanted all of my stuff to be, I had to take it all out. And since then. It's just sort of been haphazardly placed, like wherever there was room, that's where it landed and that's where it's lived for the last like year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, it bugs me like a lot. (laughs) It feels very unorganized and it feels very messy. I know where everything is, but still, it's just the way I kind of plopped things down. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm getting annoyed with, and I have um, different plans for it. So I want to get into food preserving. Um, so I need, and I have a spot down in the basement where I would like that kind of stuff to be located. So I have to move stuff and I have to go through things too. Cause part of when you move, sometimes you just move shit to the next house with the idea. Okay. I'll just go through that later. Right. We, yeah. We just got to move it. We've done that a few times. Yeah. We've done that a couple of <laughs> times and now to the point where I'm like, okay, I really have to go through this mm-hmm. and it's all my camping gear. Oh, college yeah. and stuff and it's just kind of and we need new sleeping bags like we have sleeping bags that have like broken zippers on them and stuff and i'm like we don't need these anymore they're only good to like five degrees celsius yeah so they're, they're the kids camp like they take them to camp so i really don't care what happens and they were from walmart but yeah. i'd like mm-hmm. to get some decent stuff and and then the laundry room needs to be tidy up we have a water softener that is we don't use it, so I'd like to get it removed. It just yeah. sits there. Just sits there, doing nothing. Um, like just, I actually had to disconnect it from the pipes. Like, yeah. yeah. Just, just it's just organized, unorganized enough to irritate me. Gotcha. Just enough. Yeah. But I went and decided to do Quinn's room instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you get that done, or did you just get started well, on it? Or part of that's not my fault though. So I plan. I had to go through with him because I want him to like it and it to be part of his design. So we've kind of gone with the theme of a time traveler's room. And he's oh, yeah. just kind of collected knickknacks from all the different eras and dimensions he's been uh, been to. So I repaint. He picked out a color. It's this nice, really stony, warm gray color. Painted the walls that. It was gray before, but it was much cooler. And then um, we rearranged his room, um, convinced him to get a bed frame. <laughs> Uh, so we found a, a one at Ikea. It's solid wood. It's solid pine. And it's really, it's very bare minimal. He that, likes that it. Was, that was the day my puzzle disappeared. That was also the day the puzzle disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> I was putting a bed together. Um, and so I decided there's uh, track shelving. I don't know if you know what track shelving is. Um, so it's those shelving systems where you can like, you have little. You mount the metal bar, bar. like a metal piece to the wall. And then you the slots that you fit the hooks in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that's track shelving. So on two sides of his room, so two walls, we are going to do track shelving from floor to ceiling. Because, um, again, he's a lot of tchotchkes, a lot mm-hmm. of little things. Um, and so we ordered it, but 
they didn't have enough of it at the store. So we've been waiting for like three weeks now for this part to come in, these parts to come in. And so we haven't been able to finish it that way. But thankfully, Quinn is very low maintenance when it comes to that. And really all he cares about is that his computer's hooked up. So that's really all he cares about in his room is if his computer's working. He's got a bed to sleep in. And he's got a bed to sleep in. Those are his requirements. Everything else with me. Like I bought him a new duvet cover. He picked it out. It's like this picture from a Hubble uh, space uh, telescope. And it's just this, you know, random picture of the stars and stuff like that. And it's his bedspread and, um, you know, things like that. This is all my doing. He didn't ask for any of this. This is just me wanting him to have a a room, a nice room. So I, I did have to create some shelves. Yeah. Um, so I um, had to work in the shop that's not set up yet. No. <laughs> uh, it gives and, you anxiety. Oh, God, I hate it right now. Um, but the, the hard part with that is is the, the components that we need for it, uh, our Rona didn't have enough. So mm-hmm. they ordered it, and they said, oh, yeah, give it And we have her background, so I got to go in yeah. and figure that out. Um, and I got to figure out another way to do the shelves too, because I didn't like having the. I was using like a, um, a fiber board, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere that you, and then I was using the um, the iron-on stripping so that it it looked better. Right? It would cover up the the cut ends. Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather just deal with wood. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what's on your list, Eugene? What did you... <sighs> well, yeah, some things happened in life, like the rest of us. So um, let's Weird. see here. Um, I had redo wand, do the phone proton pack, weather props. All right. So let's start <laughs> with uh, the redoing the wand. I have actually made uh, progress on that. In fact, progress <laughs> has been made in the last couple weeks on this. Uh, it all got shoved aside by something else, and I'll go into that in a second. But um, so I had everything uh, when I was decided I was going to redo my my wand for my proton pack. Um, I'm wanting to do like heavier light, have a, a vibrating motor in it, you know, just kind of beef up some of the stuff in it. And I'm like, I swear this is the last time. This is it. This is the final version. This is going to be the Mark Three Five, and I'm good. Um, and so anyway, um. I, would, I went ahead and took the time to uh, design circuit boards and had them shipped off and had them printed and they came back. And I took the time and I soldered everything on and so it would be nice and neat and looks good and everything. <clears throat> and uh, some other projects got in the way, so I hadn't really been able to test that stuff. Well, I finally got back around to testing it and um, I wasn't able to get it completely to work. So I'm having – I had to take stuff apart and I'm like testing to make sure that – I missed a couple of solder points. I had to go back and re-solder this stuff. I'm testing the wires. I didn't quite make the wires correctly, so I had to go back and test some of this other stuff. And then when I go to fire it all up, like, I hit the power, and, like, the lights come on on the chips. I'm like, okay, they're getting power. And then I actually hit the actual switches, and nothing happens. And I'm just like, motherfucker. Okay. Oh, man. So I have an idea of what it is. I've talked it over with some of, you know, the other guys in my group. And I'm like, okay. Um, I wonder if I'm using too thin wire because if I'm running too thin a wire, it will, it will lose the signal. So sure enough, I made much shorter versions of the wire and just kind of did a hokey job of getting it hooked up and put everything together. So instead of running through, you know, five feet of cabling or whatever to the wand, 
And uh, yeah, sure enough, stuff fires up. And I'm just like, okay, well. So I literally had to buy thicker wire and bigger connectors, and I had to go back and redo all that stuff. I'm not 100% done with it. I'm hoping this next week maybe I can test it and see if everything's working because the the, the I double-checked my blueprints and everything else. Like I didn't miss a connection when I was drawing and coming up with this stuff. Um, but I'm still working through that. So there is progress being made. It's just slow coming. Uh, foam proton pack didn't even didn't even attempt to begin that. Uh, weathering the props didn't even begin to attempt that. Uh, and the reason is is because uh, I had talked about this a while ago. Um, so a couple of years ago, Hasbro uh, released uh, uh, the Spengler wand. It's the wand from the new movie. And it has a bunch of cool features and stuff like that. Well, when they originally released it, there was no plans of ever doing a pack. Well, last year, you know, last year, last year, uh, or I guess it was year before, um, they did their HasLab, which is their kind of their Kickstarter program. And they did a proton pack, and it would have been the rest of the proton pack from the movie. And so I backed it, and we were all waiting like, crap, it was over a year we were waiting. And we were expecting to get it spring of 2023. Lo and behold, we start getting some notices like in December. It's like, hey, uh, make sure your make sure your shipping correct information is correct and everything. So I was like, okay, are we going to get these things pretty quick? And then sure enough, in January, like not even halfway through the month of January, everyone got theirs, and I got this proton pack, and it's I'm looking at it now, and it's freaking mm-hmm. awesome. Um, they did a fantastic job on it. Uh, it has lights and sounds from both the original movie and then you can go into, so you can go into 84 mode or you can go into afterlife mode. Um, it has a, the, the original wand used like three double A batteries that were in the, the back handle. And so they've made it away so that there's wires that run through the hose that since, um, whenever the, the connection's made and you're turning on the wand that once you turn on the backpack, you can turn on the wand. And then if you turn off the wand after a couple of seconds, it'll turn off the backpack. If you don't wait longer than five minutes, you can crank it all back up again. It's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the the weathering on it was not bad, but it's definitely mass produced. So I went and stripped off a lot of the stuff that was on there, and I redid my own weathering. I have found this new stuff. So like, um, I've done everything from like uh, shiny silver paint. To using like if you want really small strips, uh, like a silver uh, sharpie, mm-hmm. that's really good for getting weathering as well. Uh, but I have discovered uh, rub and buff. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god, I don't yeah. know how I've gone this far. Like everyone's talked about it, I just never have done it. And I finally bought some of it, and you know it's crazy because it's they're not very big tubes, but oh my god, it goes so far. So I did rub and buff on all the things and it made it look fantastic. And then uh, I took up I took brown. Uh, a couple of different brown paints and, you know, blotched it on and wiped it off or whatever. And then I even took some of my uh, Fuller's Earth and dusted it on some places and sealed it and everything. And so I'm looking at this thing and I mean, it looks like it's got a, it just like, you know, it's supposed to be black. It's kind of an off brown. It just looks like it's just covered in dirt and has been sitting in a barn forever. Like it should be. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's awesome. I also it, it ran off of four D batteries and a lot of people were like, well, let me switch this out and, and go to a uh, go to USB, uh, you know, power brick. I, I had to buy three different ones to get one that would do what I wanted it to do. Uh, but I got all that set up 
and I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty set on it. There are some things people like, unfortunately it only runs for about five minutes and then cuts itself off. And then you have to, you have to turn it off and turn it back on, which isn't that big a problem. The only thing is though, is like, uh, if you saw afterlife and then going back to the original movie, supposedly there's a switch back there that you hit whenever, you know, Ray is in the, they're in the, the, the elevator. He says, well, switch me on. And he gone, you know, hits it and then kind of backs away. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard. You can't really get to it, you know. So people are trying to figure out ways that they can like either I'm I think I may just put a switch somewhere on the back. I can just kind of reach around and, and turn it on and off or whatever. Um, although I have taken it to a couple of cons now and pretty much mine sits on a table with the cyclotron open because you can see the inside and everything, which you know, people come on just like, oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. Um so anyway, uh I'm pretty happy with it. There are a couple of people who are looking at making uh different boards to, that'll basically just drop in and let you do some other stuff like to increase the sound maybe get some more functionality that might be some stuff i'll look out look at down the road um but i'm not custom modifying it i'm 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 like i'm done I'm, I've, I've got so much other stuff on my plate at the last thing i need to try to do is that plus like i'm pretty happy with it so that's why i haven't gotten to any other stuff including some of the props back here behind me like i was like i, I need to get set up and airbrush again because i'm really i really want to get back into airbrushing and i I just have not had a chance and I keep telling myself I'm going to finish my, I'm going to finish the wand. I'm going to finish redoing my original pack. And then once I do that, it's going to open up and I can start getting some other stuff done. Um, I also bought a game right before Christmas called Diablo and have been <laughs> playing that quite a bit with some friends, which has been really awesome. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, they, they re-released GoldenEye finally. And I've been playing that with the boys some. That's been a lot of fun. Um, but I've been trying not to beat myself up too much about trying to get stuff done, not worrying about getting stuff done. Uh, oh, one other quick update. So originally I said that I was closing down my um, Etsy store. Yes. After looking into it, um, I've decided I am not going to – I'm not going to sell the Matrix of Leadership anymore. I'm I'm done with that. It's just it's way too much work. I'd have to jack the price way up to make it worth it, in my opinion, anymore. Um, but uh, I am going to continue to sell just some of the smaller pieces. So I did open up my Etsy store again, and I've actually had several sales since I opened it at the beginning of February. So it's 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 funny. I've kind of gone back to I think I've made $120 on it thus far, and I've kind of gone back to the original plan was to make enough money that if I wanted to 3D print something, it wouldn't come out of, you mm -hmm. know, the yeah. family budget. And I've kind of gotten back to that. I'm like, you know, if I can make up, you know, 20, 30 or even $100 a month or whatever, then I can go. I don't, I wouldn't feel bad about, oh, I want to go buy a couple rolls of filament or I want to buy this or that or whatever. And, you know, I know it's not coming out of the family budget. It's just, you know, it's fun money. So, Thanks. but yeah, so that's what I've been working on. Um, so yeah, one one of three. <laughs> <laughs> well, started one of three. The other two, yeah, I, I whatever. I guess I get a half point. <laughs> We're all there. We're all one We're of all three. There. That's that's okay. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad. So. That's right. Um, is there anything I wanted to talk about before we start talking about future projects? I was just. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something. Right. Go, uh, you you go ahead because there there's one little thing I was gonna say, but yeah. No, go ahead. Um, so, uh, today I did do a creative process. Uh, we're, uh, we're going on a road trip oh, in April. I was like, what and, did you do? Uh, <laughs> and so the, uh, um, I can't remember the name of the website, but it's, oh, Road Tripper. Uh, used Road Tripper. Mm -hmm. 
uh, put my destinations in, um, altered the destinations because I wanted to go to other locations, and then um, was able to get a couple of uh, um, uh, what's that, like hotels and stuff all booked as well, and uh, went through. It, it shows you how much gas money it's going to cost you, mm-hmm. and it's actually really good. It's a, a good little thing. But so there was my cool. process of. He likes doing stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. F- figuring out, okay, we're going to drive six something hours this day. We're going to drive like 10 hours that day. We're going to drive another seven hours that day. And like just breaking it all down. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was good. And then went through the whole thing with the kids as well. And they were all happy with it too. Yeah. So, um, booked our tickets for where we're going and just looking forward to now. So it's, it's going to be a, a fun little trip. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, other than that, the, well, he, he was saying. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just thinking, uh, like I said, you know, like I said, I kind of had that realization about um, what my Etsy store has become again and mm-hmm. what it what it what it had become and what it was or whatever. And um, just just kind of thinking about, like, you know, have you had any projects or anything you've been doing that you originally had a plan for and it kind of snowballed and and grew into something either completely different or at least became much bigger than you originally planned and to the point that it started eating your life and you know creatively or just your time or anything else like i said my my etsy store started to do that it felt like there were months where i was literally like going to work and then coming home and constantly working you know three or four nights a week you know trying to keep up with with sales and stuff and it's just like you know, I, I totally lost. I totally lost focus of what this was originally supposed to be. This was supposed mm-hmm. to be a way to make a little extra money so that I could do fun stuff, and it became literally my second job. Yeah. To be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Um, not the same thing, but definitely the cottage and the and the kitchen were both oh. for me. That's why yeah. I was laughing. Because uh, yeah, I'm those those got like it's like oh shit, this was supposed to be like a Oh, you know, work on a little bit here and there. No, no, it, it took a long time to get through some of those projects. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, I've had, I think what it was, was like for me, uh, art. Uh, I've done a couple of times where um, I I made some, some art and I, I thought I got into the whole, you got to sell it and you got to yeah. do stuff. And so uh, I put it up and I would do what I could with it and then. Just, I didn't feel right about it. I didn't feel like I wasn't enjoying it anymore. I was like, oh, I got to get these things out. And so now I just make art that I, I enjoy. And then uh, I'm going to figure out a spot to, to put them up for sale. But it's going to be a, hey, these are available. And if you want them, great. And if not, don't worry about it. Like, I'm not yeah. going out of my way to, to make them like, Woo. But so, yeah, I, I think that's where I got caught up into it. It, it kind of got it away from me. Like I, oh, I gotta have prints, and oh, I gotta do like, mm-hmm. you know. So I went and found a printing place and spent some money on that, and yeah, just yeah. got away from me that way. Um, uh, the first go around of my writing, I thought, like when I initially started it, it was just like, oh shit, I can do this. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> and then I. Was it a mistake? I don't know. Probably not. But it felt like it, it, it kind of feels like a mistake. I told somebody and this person in my life was just one of those. She was like super happy for me. Yeah. 
but then told everybody we knew. Mm-hmm. So then that was the only thing anybody ever wanted to talk to me about. So then I put this pressure on myself. Like, oh, no, I got to be a fucking writer. And that, like, just took over everything for, like, a couple of years. And I just, yeah, it, it over, I overdid it and then burnt out and then didn't write anything for, like, 10 years because <laughs> I was super burnt out. Um yeah, so now this time around, it's like I have some story ideas and I'm just putting away at it and there's no pressure and it's just really easy. But yeah, for a long time, it was supposed to be something that was just kind of a experiment to see if I could even do it because uh-huh. <clears throat> I'd never thought about being a writer before. And it turned into like, oh, God, well, like, fuck, now I have to like I'd gone to a writer's conference and like pitched to publishers and was trying to get an agent and all this stuff. And it totally lost sight of the fact that it was just supposed to be if I could do it or not like if I could just even write a book like yeah yeah it was supposed to be fun and it just I sucked the life right out of it trying to it's that whole thing of like well now you have a hobby well now you should probably make some money at it instead of just it solely being a creative outlet for yourself I was just like well the kids nap I guess I'll write a book (laughs) <laughs> yep. Yeah, they don't nap anymore, but you no, know, they don't. Yeah, no, but, yeah well, that's, that was one thing. There was this whole thing, like, and I mean, I even I even remember getting sucked into it. And part of me almost wants to go back and reread the book again because I read it multiple times. Um, um, Crush it, crushing it by Gary Vaynerchuk, and he talks about how you know it is possible for you to you know turn something you're passionate about, you know, in your spare time into, mm-hmm. you know, into your dream job, essentially. And I don't know if I've just become, I don't know if it's, I'm jaded. I don't know if it's just because I'm older. I don't know what it is. Um, I know a lot of things have changed in the last couple of years since COVID, mm-hmm. um, partially because of my father passing away that, you know, I've kind of gotten a new perspective on some stuff, but I'm just like, yeah, it would be great if I could find a, a freaking awesome job and make, as much money or more money than I'm making now and everything else. And, but the other part of me is like, you know, my job's not that hard and it does give me several benefits to, you know, my time off with my family and everything else. Um, but yeah, I've done the whole, all right, well, you know, I'm going to stay up and, and work and, and create and, and push out and everything else. And I'm sure if I double down on it, I could have gone even further or whatever, but I'm like, but to what point, like, yeah, at what point am I, giving up too much of of both myself my time and, and and everything else and like i said stepping back over the you know i i pretty much stopped making the matrix last summer and just kind of kept pushing it off pushing it off and it was always in the back of my head i was like well i need to get these together um and i finally had a reason to 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 make sure that i got it done and that reason is um uh here in less than two weeks uh i'm actually going to las vegas and i'm going to meet peter Cullen and and meet optimus prime meet the man himself um and so that was kind of my final push to, to get them done but other than that i just you know i i, I it was nice not having to mm-hmm. do that push like it was nice being able to come home and play video games with the boys or just you know sit in the recliner and watch old episodes of seinfeld with my wife or whatever you know whatever it is i want to do and stuff and going like all right, well, as soon as I get the boys down, I need to get this going. I need to make sure the printer's going. And it just, you know, yeah, yeah the money would have been nice, but not that nice. It's yeah. not, 
it's not it's not changed my life money. It's like, okay, well, I might can pay off a little something extra, but yeah. Eh. Yeah. So yeah, it's like this whole fallacy that if you are not living and doing your dream, you've got life wrong. Right? Yeah. Like it kind of seemed that way, yeah. If you're not, well then what the fuck's wrong with you? And it's like, well, like that's great for you, but at some point your dream drop your dreams change. The goals change. Your you change. And so it's like those people who retire when they're like thirty. It's like, okay, well that's great, but now you have to live like a freaking penny pinching miser for the rest of your life. Yeah. Or or you have to go back to work, right? It's like that's a great dream to have and it's an, it's a nice thing to do. But if all you're doing is living your dream, what happens when the dream changes? Then what are you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And then what if the, you know, because I kind of liken it to when Logan, um, she got a job and, and at a grocery store, the grocery store has a bakery. She at the time wanted to open up a bakery herself. She wanted, she was thinking about culinary school. So she transitioned over to the bakery and she fucking hated it, hated it mm-hmm. and lasted three or four months there and transferred back to where she was before and her dream she got a glimpse of it and it was just like oh my god no so when you have responsibilities you have kids you have house you know you have a life that you've built that's all well and good that you're trying to reach this goal of living your dream but you also have to be realistic like this is security i have a reliable salary i'm not reliant on the whims of my customers yeah. because doing something like that is very ebb and flow. Like it's, you know, it's either feast or famine mm. and it's when you work for yourself, it's not a nine to five. It's a 24 seven. Yes, it is. You yeah. know, and you're sacrificing an awful lot. So it's a lot of, cause you know, he's, he, we could live off our art, but it's like, he's got a fantastic job with fantastic oh, benefits yeah. in it pension and yeah. well that all sounds nice that you know you could you, you're a digital nomad and you live all over there's like yeah well we you know we're we, can, we have stability and there's something to be said for yes. having stability yeah. yes and there I, is so there's uh youtube channel that i follow there's a, a guy named the hockey guy and then he also has the entertainment guy um it's the two channels that he owns shannon he's, he's a great mm-hmm. uh he quit his job. He started his hockey channel. Like it, it's fantastic. He was able to do all that, and he admits it. He he's like, listen, I set up my life so that I can make this amount of money and live off of it. I'm not making a huge amount of money. Um, I make enough to pay the bills, and and that's all I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't take sponsorships. He doesn't do anything like that because he doesn't. He rightfully believes that as soon as he starts doing that, it's going to control what content he can create, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to do that. So I respect him for that. Um, and then the other thing too is that, like, so he went on a vacation recently, but he he has to put up videos every yeah. day, and so he had to make he had to work harder for a good couple of weeks, and then set up these preload times where mm-hmm. these these videos are going to upload onto his channel and he spent you know extra time so that he could go on this vacation and then even on his vacation he's still working yeah. because it's nhl stuff so because it was nhl stuff there was still news happening and so he had to make videos while on vacation mm-hmm. and he said he's and and at one point he's sick so he was in the hotel room he's sick he's he was not feeling well but he still had to put a video out because it was a review for the so 
you can see him. He's sitting there and he's got his board and he's talking and he's like, not feeling well, so it's going to be a pretty quick one, but here's the rundown, and he'd run through the game, and he did all the stuff, and I commend him for it. He's passionate, and he's committed, but fuck, that's a lot of work, and if you can't have a day off, like, that's that's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. A lot of YouTubers run into that, and uh, of course, YouTube keeps, you know, the old school terminology, keeps moving their cheese, but uh, yeah, you know, I've heard multiple of them, they're like, well, yeah, we're waiting to take you know, we're waiting to have some time off, like a week or so during, you know, Christmas or, or Thanksgiving or whatever. So, you know, we're we've got some we got to get try to get ahead and try to get some stuff banked so that we can put it out then because, you know, yeah. the 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 algorithm will punish you otherwise. And yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is uh, you when YouTube changes their algorithm. Right. Then all of a sudden you go into like nobody sees your your videos anymore. And. Your automatic updates don't get uh, sent out to your people that are following you, and your subscribers don't get notices. Yeah. You figure all that out, and it's so there's you're still at the whim of somebody else. Like yeah. You're still you might be working for yourself, and you might be creating stuff that is fantastic, but you're still on a platform that you're you're having to rely on somebody else to to still work for you, and it's scary. That's scary shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's why so many people have gone to things like Patreon because they're like, mm-hmm. you know, if YouTube screws me, like you're still, you know, as long as I don't get kicked off of Patreon too, like, you know, hopefully I don't totally screw up and, you know, you know, implode or whatever on screen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have done that. And, uh, like, there's a, a couple, they lived in Houston. They actually moved to the Austin area and they both quit their jobs and became full-time YouTubers. And they both got COVID and were like, you know, struggling trying to figure out what are we going to do to produce stuff because i mean yeah we can get on screen but we both look and feel like shit so (laughs) yeah and there's still a a a kind of uh expectation that you be polished right Mm -hmm. even though it's like our kids generation like a more uh authentic uh content and stuff there's still a big need for you still got to look polished. You still got to look professional. It's still got to, you know. So you're spending all that. I remember when um, Nerdy Nummies, she did a video, and this was years ago, so I can't imagine what it's like now. And one of the questions was, how many hours a week do you spend doing your job? And she's like, 100. Yeah. And it was just her. Like, yeah. she had people helping her, but she had no – this was somebody who was completely single. When it was just her. So you imagine doing YouTube – content and you're married and you have kids and you have whatever else it's like 100 hours a week is a lot of time dedicated to one thing i follow somebody on instagram she's got four kids bless her she's super sweet she's lovely she does this for fun it's kind of like a creative outlet for her but she has a full-time job and she has four young kids and she is on the app all of the time and she has like over 100,000 followers on instagram and i think she's on tiktok now too constantly i remember she was sick she was in the hospital and she's like hi it's like get off your damn phone woman this isn't that important and she just feels compelled to do and i don't know what drives her i honestly don't um but part of me is like and it's none of my business she's a grown-ass woman she do what you want but part of me is just like what it what do you do why do you feel like you have to be on all of the time what is that thing that's driving you that you need to be doing this when you know like if you disappeared tomorrow 
the world's still going to turn. It's still going to happen. You don't have to be here. And and so you're talking about people that spend all their time doing this stuff. Look at Matt Pat and and his four channels now. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, he just announced a new channel. Yeah, he just announced a new channel. So he's got those channels going. But they had, they in order to get it going, they actually had to sell the the rights to their stuff. So mm-hmm. wow. they've sold their company. They're part owners now, and somebody else has bought in. Now, the other the, the people that invested in them have said, we want you to keep doing what you're doing. So that's good. That got, that's lucky. That's really lucky. But it opens you up to... You're not... It's not you anymore. It's You're working for somebody else. And yep. so, Anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty. The, the drive. It's something, to, sorry. It was, it's something about Gen Xers that, like, it seems like Gen X is the ones that were like that got that. You can do the double. You can do double time. You can you can do the extra work. And it seems like it was. It's the millennials that are just like, yeah. How about we normalize like having a life? Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> so, that are seeing that now because Gen Z is getting a lot of pushback from. Boomers being like, oh, these kids don't want to work. It's like, no, these kids want a work-life balance. Yes. That's what they want. They're not willing to do all the work for no money. What they would like is livable wages and in a work-life balance. They're not going to be pulling overtime for no compensation. They're not going to be doing being treated like shit by a boss who thinks they should be grateful just for the paycheck. Yep. No, these kids want... They want to work, they want a job, but they're also not willing to sacrifice themselves to do it. And I think that's where the big generational shift's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of them. I think oh, it's yeah. great. Oh, yeah, I think it's fantastic because I definitely have fallen to, into that side. Of course, like I said, I, we've had this conversation before. When I first heard the term zennial, I was like, oh, that sounds like bullshit. And I was like, oh, no, we're definitely zennial. Like, we yeah. grew up analog and, and transitioned to digital as we went through life. Um, but no, I totally get it. Like I've seen both sides. I mean, I can, I can see like if, if, you know, like, cause I know some people that that's how they did it. Like literally they, they kind of hit that dream. They founded, you know, a company or did it on them own, their own or whatever and quit their, their day job and, you know, made their other job their own thing and, and are happy with it. But then, like I said, you know, there's other people like myself that were like, yeah, I could put a lot more into this, but I, I don't, I, I just don't know if I can. And then, you know, when you have something happen, like, you know, like I said, when my dad passed away, it was just kind of like a, a gut check. It's like, well, what are you doing with your time? And it's like, well, I kind of want to spend more time with my family, yeah. my friends, yeah. instead of worrying about 3D printers constantly. <laughs> yep. And then so. you're, you're redefining what success is, right? Yes. yes. Instead of success being, you know, corporate job climbing where, you know, you have to keep going up and make more money and more and more and more success is like, okay, well, but my, is my family happy? Do I like mm-hmm. my life? Um, those, those little things that mean a lot at the end of it all, that's successful. Can yeah. I take care of myself? Am I content? Those are bigger things than climbing the corporate ladder. Yep. So, well, anyway, like I said, I just, the realization that I was going to reopen my, my Etsy store, but not let it overtake my life. I'm just like, nope. I'm just going to do, I think I've got three things on there for sale. One of them is digital. So I don't even have to do anything except for occasionally tell people, no, it's not a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and who knows if I get too fed up with that, I may take that off and just be like, nope, I'm fine. 
Uh, and the other stuff is just like stuff I can 3D print like in the background. I'm not pushed. I'm not rushed to do it. And I get it out. It, you know, it, it's worth, it's worth what little bit of time I have to, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, what I need to do is I need to figure out some more stuff that not that I want to put the time and effort into it, but I need to find some more stuff that I can sell digitally so I don't have to make anything. <laughs> so, but, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even that worried about it. I'm just kind of like, no, there's, there's stuff that I want to do for fun for me and, you know, for the kids and Christy and just, that's what I'm going to focus on. So, cause it was so much nicer switching to the idea of, of making stuff for me or for people I know and love instead of making stuff to sell. It just, yeah, I got I got tired of it. So, but anyway, remind us that there's a question we have for you about that after the show. Okay, question. Okay, I'll, I will try to remember that. All right. So that being said, let's talk about what we want to work on uh, for the next two months. Mm. Uh, Ray, is there anything in particular that's coming to mind? Because I've got to stop and think about this as well. I kind of screwed up. So, so this will be the rest of March. Uh huh. April, and then the updates having in May. Yeah, because uh, the end of April, we're not going to be here. Yeah, we'll probably do an episode April, April time. Yeah, it'll have to be before we leave. Okay, before we leave. Yeah. Yeah. So my only goal will be to complete this course. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's a great goal, babe. That's, that's a great goal. That's going to be the only thing mm-hmm. that I'm going to be focused on now that I, so the trip that we've got is booked and planned. The, uh, yeah, that's the only thing I can commit to because any downtime I have is game time or hang out with the family. Like it's gotcha. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, now that I think about it, I can go ahead and tell you mine. Mine is going to be, uh, finish my proton pack redo, finish the wand. Like, I've got several other things. Oh, no, I take that back. I'm, I'm going to throw this other thing on there because I'm pretty sure it's going to get done. I don't know 100%. It's either, this is either going to be a um, pat. This is going to be a pass fail. This is either going to be it's going to get done or it's not. There's not going to be any kind of budgeting on this. Um, let's see. Uh, move boys to their own room. All right. That's a big step. Yeah, so over spring break there was the, we we have spring break coming up in March and there's there was a little talk Christy has to go the beginning of the month or the beginning of that week uh uh to help her grandfather with some stuff. And then there was talk that my, maybe Laney might come to visit, but I I don't think that's going to happen. And I was telling Christy I was like, "Well, instead of waiting till summer, what if we look at go ahead and so bring the boys. And she's like, you know, I'm not going to be here. I'm like, yeah, but there's stuff that I can do as well. So, cause it's not going, it's not just simply, uh, oh, well here, you know, we'll move some of your clothes into the bedroom and you're good. Like we have to, that closet has to be cleaned out. We have to figure out where some of that stuff's going to go. Um, we have to, we need to sell their current beds cause we're going to the, there's a queen size in the guest room. We're going to move that to the front bedroom. We need to buy a full size bed to go in that bedroom. I've got to buy a TV to go in that bedroom. I've got to buy a dresser, maybe. I don't know. That's something I have to talk to Christy about that goes in there. I think we may be looking at a couple of desks, one for each room, so they both have a desk that they can sit at and do homework and stuff. Um, not really anything decoration-wise, but there is there's there's quite a bit of work that's going to have to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping maybe we can get that done over spring break because uh, even when he's not on the Xbox sitting in, in the bedroom or in – 
my office here, I've noticed Nick really likes to just come in here and hang out and have his own space. And I'm just like, yeah, we've, we've reached that time period. It's, it's time. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Chris, what would you like to hopefully get done before next time? Um, um, I think I have, so Quint, I have this glow in the dark paint that, um, I want to paint Quinn's room. So get that done. Um, and then I do want to start the base. I do actually want to start the base. I, I have one little corner that I want to do. And so I would like to get that corner done at least. Um, uh, and then that I can't think of anything else because it's not time for gardening yet or anything like that. Nope. It's not, that's not, it's too early. Um, how about, how about plan the packing for our trip? Well, no, because the kids are old enough now that I don't have to plan for them. <laughs> like, Logan's already got it in her head what she's bringing. Like, she's yeah, already been playing true. for, like, a while now. That's true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm a last-minute packer anyway, so yeah, it won't be happening until, like, a week before we leave. I'll start getting everything all together. Yeah. Um, she did write out an entire list of all the projects that she wants done in the house. Nice. Page back in front. <laughs> I just literally thought, because it was in my head, I'm like, I have to get this out of my head. And I literally yeah. wrote it down. But this is like years worth of stuff. This is not anything that's happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> it all, a lot of the timeline hinges on his, on him getting his shop yes, to a place where he likes it. But that's like. That's my goal for this like summer. My May, summer June, is. Yeah. That's, nice. that, that's his part that I can't help with because we have very different organizational styles. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, I just just getting more, learning more about food pre- preservation and food preparation, and just learning more about that. I think would be okay. cool. That's it. That's hey, that's plenty. That's, yeah. That's plenty. Yeah. All right. Well, if no one has anything else to add on, I guess the. Uh, that is our your dog did. Apparently, would like to yell. Hey. Apparently so. Uh, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would please give us a five star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show. You can also find us on YouTube as well. It is our website, epicallygeeky.com, where you can find the other shows that we do, including Epically Geeky Show, Marginally Geeky Show, and Sustainably Geeky. Uh, we're not very active on the social media, but uh, if you want to if you want to check it out, you can always find us at Epically Geeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Ray, where can we find you online? The Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. And uh, Chris, uh, you know, you can find her on there once in a while on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, I can't remember which one she's, which handle she uses all the time anymore. I can't either, but you know what's in the show notes. So you know what? Go check the show notes. There will be links there. For what? <laughs> Your handle on the internet. Oh. Which, which one are you using? Well, Moody I'm Midlife? Moody Midlife okay, on Instagram. There it is. Okay, I, I blanked out. I change it a lot. It's fine. If you I know. I know this. It changes all the time. Don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as always, you can find my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Forever in the site. Have a good night.
This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 